Hello and welcome back to the New Vision Podcast. I am your host, Friedrich, and today I am joined by a friend of mine who's called Finn. He is a photog- a creative photographer on Instagram. He makes really good stuff there. Um, go and check it out. I really highly recommend it. And um, yeah, and since we both are currently studying and um, we are also freelancers or do freelance work as a side hustle, I thought it would be a quite interesting topic to talk about if we talk about um, finances, because it's really interesting. We're going through interesting times. I mean, you know, it's it's when you're young, you know, you, you learn how to handle pocket money or when you get your first site side job um like after school job kind of thing um you learn how a little bit how to work with finances there and um yeah and it's also when you when you get like when you do when you start doing real freelance um work as a side hustle you learn a lot there as well so i thought it would be a great topic to talk about that today so um yeah just to start off and to kick off um Finn, what what is it you do exactly during school and um, your freelance creativity work? Yeah, so I'm currently doing an education as a design technical assistant. And yeah, it's in the field of media design. And um, yes, maybe when I'm studying, I'm not sure if I'm studying, but when I can call me a media designer, um, yes, it's kind of like school. But I'm not paid at the moment, so um, I don't have any, yeah, I don't get money. That's, that's not cool for me because, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're young, you want to have a new camera, new MacBook, new table, whatever. And because that's, that's the thing because uh, finances is an interesting topic because I try to, to get money through freelance work. And this happens uh, for creative photography on Instagram and but also for uh, video projects I'm doing for friends or for people who ask and yeah I try to give my best and uh, get some money to to yeah to move on yeah I mean that sounds that sounds very much like um, how my journey used to be and uh, still is um, I started off make, creating a small brand, which you were involved in as well. Um, I started yes. selling bracelets <laughs> on Instagram, which was which was really funny. It was really fun. Um, it wasn't huge, <laughs> hugely massive successful, but the main thing um, that I learned there, like I learned so much experience from that, and especially also how to handle your first money. Like, see, when when you start a very small business like that and you get the money, it's like. On the other hand, like I was 16 back then, and I was like, "Oh, I can spend this. I can do everything with it." But on the other hand, you have to reinvest it so that you can like do more. You can do more production. You can do more marketing and stuff like that. So that was very interesting to learn um, all of that side, side. Uh, yeah, I mean, just all of these side aspects of a business that you would learn, um, and also the financial part, like how are you going to reinvest um, what you gain. And um, yeah, so that's how I started off my journey. And now uh, I'm doing an apprenticeship and I earn earn quite good money out there, I would say, as for an apprenticeship, but I wouldn't say it's the best money. Um, so yeah, so that's why I also, just like Finn, 
Um, I also do freelance work as a side hustle. I still do social media. I used to do that a lot. Um, now I do uh, a lot of different things. I do social media as well. I do email marketing stuff. I do e-commerce and um, yeah, that's mainly the base, the the areas I have expanded into. I don't know what I'm going to do after my apprenticeship, so that's good. Uh, I'm also stepping into these other areas to see what I actually like. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, and over the years, I've gained a lot of experience and met a lot of different entrepreneurs. And it's very interesting negotiating the price. Like that, like for, with some people I've worked with, they want like um, a lot of work for not that much payment. So they're like, oh, can you give me this and that? And yeah, I'm, I'm on a tight budget. Can you like do this for free? I'll, you'll get exposure. Like we all know that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> Finn, have, have you experienced anything like that before? Yes. So, well, it's often the case that you're doing something. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm a young person. I'm 16 years old. I'm, I'm not even yet... What means for you? <laughs> I'm not even yet um, yeah, over 18. <laughs> That's definitely... Yeah, adult. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yes. So, um, I was doing a lot of um, stuff for, for people for free because it was, for me, the, the best to gain experience. And this was the paid to gain experience. And, but uh, there is, after a few years, there was the case that I thought, well, this took me maybe maybe a video project. I, I, I did this and um, it took me 13 hours to edit, to make, to, Crazy. to record, to edit. And mm -hmm. I thought, yes, well, I, I've gained a lot of experience but I, um, I brought the experience to this video project for my, my projects before. And this is something that the people who are asking me to make a project don't know. I, I am the person who brings the experiences, who brings his own equipment, who has the editing programs and stuff like that um, for free for him. So it's, it's hard to don't get paid because, well, the person is just wondering if you ask him, yeah, well, I, I can really do this for you, but I want to have maybe 10 bucks an hour. And the person is like, what? Okay. So at the beginning, he's uh, just wondering, but after, I think it's, it's, um, I think people don't know that it is, um, not, a thing I am doing an hour and then I'm finished. It's it's took. Yeah, exactly. Took, oh, I I know what you yeah, mean. There's you know there's I mean. like the cost. Yeah, yes. yeah, it's it's the cost that people don't see. Like they don't yeah, see exactly. the experience you have and the things you put into it. And like you might like the your client might see just the end result, just a simple video or a simple photo yes. that you're making, but they don't know that you have to do a thousand extra edits. Um, or a thousand extra steps to do this edit that makes the video great. Um, and yeah, exactly. and you've got also these uh, programs, Adobe and stuff like that, that um, yeah, clients also don't see. Um, me, for example, I have a software which uh, makes my invoice, which, um, which I use to send off my invoices and create my invoices. And that also costs money. So I have to also cover that. 
it's not really a a software that you would essentially need as a freelancer because like uh, I think Finn you write your um invoices in Word, don't you? Um in Word invoices? Yeah. But what exactly do you mean with this? Um invoices uh, are uh Rechnungen. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. Yes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. for example, Finn writes yeah. his invoices in in, in Word, Word, which yes. is quite cheap because he's. Uh, I mean, if you have Microsoft Office anyway, it's quite, that's probably the yes. cheaper way to go. But I use like my invoice software for everything. I have all my clients in there, all their contact information. I see which which client brought me the most money. So it's an analyzed tool and stuff like that. It's it's got their birthdays in it, which is good. I can send them a birthday gift before arrive uh, before it's actually their birthday which is good marketing for me then. So it's all these extra steps. It, of course, like these are all costs. Um, like my invoice software isn't really a cost you would need if you're starting out as a freelancer. But I would say I'm at a point where a software like that is really helpful. That's why I spend my money on something like that. But um, yeah, like other costs as well. Like, I mean, Finn and me, we're, we probably aren't like the most insane freelancers yet because we that's not our full-time jobs. If we would be, have our full-time jobs, we would have a lot of other costs to cover. I mean, like Finn said, we would have our own desks, um, probably even better computer screens. And there would be so much more. We're currently not, or, or um, for example, social insurances and stuff like that. There's so much cost that we're currently not looking at. Um, but we're talking about like, yeah, I mean, Finn and I aren't like the most craziest freelancers. We're talking about the side hustle freelance right now. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's why. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of costs that would be that would be coming towards us if we would be full time yeah. freelancers. Yeah, for so I would I would invest in a better PC if I am doing this for a full time job. You know, it's it's just a mm -hmm. side hustle. I don't need this, but it's it's nice to have. And um, oh, definitely. Yeah, with, if I would do this full time, I would definitely no longer sit on this chair I'm sitting right now because I'm sitting here and uh, yeah, my my back is broken because I'm sitting <laughs> here 13 hours just relaxing on the PC doing cool filmmaking stuff, something like this. And if it would be my full time job, I would definitely invest in more things out which are helpful. You know what I mean? I want to build myself further in this step in the side hustle, but because it's not my full-time job, I doesn't really have the opportunity to invest in something like this because um, I have to invest in other things that are bringing me further, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's another thing. Like physical health is a big thing like as a freelancer if you're sitting 13 hours a day in front of a screen you need to pay for gym memberships a decent chair um yeah standing a standing desk is really a really healthy thing that has exploded over the last i would say especially over the last year since corona but um yeah so these are also aspects as well um so finn tell me how you how you um how you analyze your your finances. Do you have certain tools for that? Do you use an Excel sheet? Do you, do you use notes on your uh, on your notebook, or how how do you um, analyze your finances? Yes. Yeah, so I'm 
using for myself an Excel sheet. I have an, um, one doc document I am um, yeah, looking at every week. It's not needed that I look at, on it every week, but um, it, it would be okay if you just look on it every month. And um, yeah, I have to check my, my money income uh, every month because then the Excel sheet is just working. And um, yeah, I've listed all my, my bank data on, on it. And uh, then I can mm. see my whole money. And then I have um, a few, few yeah, I'm struggling with the word, a few um, savings account. Bo- yeah, cash boxes. I, I have maybe six cash boxes, one for my desk, one for yeah clothes or something like this, just to organize yeah. what I have. I know, like saving areas. Is, yeah, yes, yes. So I think the problem is if you are, uh, it's for me, it's difficult to not spend money because when I see on my bank account, oh, thousand bucks, nice. Let's go on Amazon, put everything in the in the bucket or what what else, and buy some cool stuff. Yes, yeah. it would be my my money would be away in in three hours. <laughs> And this helps me to organize and to look for what I'm spending my money. I'm writing everything down for what I spent my money. So maybe I I bought a hot dog on the yeah in the shop, and I'm writing it down. And I know yeah one one dollar fifty one dollar one euro fifty hour away because I bought this hot dogs for example. And this mm-hmm. helps me to. To get an overview over my finances, and I think it's not really necessary if you are 16 years old and don't um, get money for your apprenticeship. But it mm-hmm. kind of helps me for the freelance stuff because if you are earning maybe 300 bucks a month through freelancing, that's not a thing that is happening quite often, <laughs> but it it happens and. Um, yeah, you have 300 bucks more and it's better to organize them than just spending it because maybe yeah maybe your iphone breaks and then you don't have money so it's it's mm-hmm. necessary to plan these stuff and um yeah to to save money and organize it that's yeah that's definitely true i mean i, I don't i used to have that like i used to have a lot of different savings account within my bank account um but I don't do that anymore. I just have like, I have a few funds I invest to every month to have to put money aside right now. But like when I spend money, I spend money, which is kind of a very bad, um, a bad way to go. I should probably do it like you, like have certain areas where I'm like, okay, this is, this money goes to this certain thing and this money goes to this certain thing, which probably makes it better to achieve that goal. Um, but yeah, yes. that's not currently uh, how I do it, sadly. <laughs> but um, what yes, I do no. do, Sorry, yeah. Sorry, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's it's also hard because I have maybe 100 bucks on this cash box and I thought mm-hmm. I, I want to buy a new desk and I see, oh, well, I don't need this 100 bucks there. I can just put it for the desk, you know? And that's mm-hmm. that's a mistake. It's it's hard to to don't do it because you think, yeah, I can spend it, but this is the, the time when you have 
have to wait because then um, you're you're making a mistake. And I have even an account where I can't withdraw money. I can't withdraw money from it, and it's safe. You know, it's safe from me, <laughs> from my own yeah. moments where I think, oh yes, I want to buy this, and I have one hundred euros there. Uh, let's let's just mm-hmm. take them. But it's it's not good to take them because they are originally for another thing. Yes, so it's maybe helpful to make accounts where you can't easy withdraw money. I can go to the bank and and withdraw money, but it's it's not a thing I can do online, uh, which is the case with my other accounts. So it's it's mm-hmm. maybe a helpful helpful thing. Definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like saving money, like or. Putting money away from yourself is a huge thing as well. I know because yes. like sometimes I do feel tempted just to take that 150 euros and be like, oh, I've got that right now. So let's be just buy some AirPods. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, so what I use is um, I use Google Sheets for my finances. I don't update that weekly. I just update that. I think every few months if my finances change. Um, so I have a... F- I have like, so my Google Sheets, um, how I do my finances there is very interesting because I have a Google Sheet for my um, main job, like for my main incomes, income streams. And then I have another Google Sheet for my freelance streams because that is different every month because sometimes I'll be working more, sometimes I'll be working less. And um, yeah, so that's different every month. And yeah, I don't know like why I even do that because it's different every month. Like, if is there a point in there? But sometimes I think to myself, it actually is good because then I have a brief overview. Okay, this is what I'm paying for Adobe. This is what I'm paying for certain softwares I need and stuff like that. And then I can like um, recalculate um, that with what I earn through my freelance job, which is which is quite well, which is which is quite good. That's what I mean. And then um, with my main Google Sheet, I have like all the incomes that I have and then which which is not a lot currently um but yeah and then I it all adds up and I try to get that on a balance uh to zero every month so for an, what I mean by that is not spending everything but for example I have like I have to pay 500 about 500 euros every month for my uh for my rent here um so uh, yeah so for example if I get a certain amount of money I will put pay my rent, pay everything, all my bills that I have to pay. And if there's, and then also I will invest into my funds that I use and then also into food and stuff like that. And then, um, I mean, most of the time, not, not a lot um, is over at the end of the month um, because, I mean, my earnings aren't currently that high. But um, yeah, so if there's something left, I just reinvest that. So I try to get to zero every month. So that it's not lying around in my bank account, that it's just somewhere safe where I can't touch it and where just um yeah, where it's just generating itself more and more. So that just helps me out a lot. And um yeah, I mean that's um all on that part, I think. Um so tell me, Finn, how did how did you um convince one of your first clients or your current client or one client in the past to pay you more than your client thought you were worth. Yeah, so I think it's it's um, helpful if you are writing down some arguments for yourself, not to show the the client. 
because mm-hmm. it's easier to um, say the client why it's important to get a, a, a bit money. It's, it, it doesn't have to be much. It, it, it doesn't have to be 60 euros per hour because this is something you can't, the, the client maybe can't afford because yeah, you are not the best one and you are not uh, working for a rich person, probably. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I wrote down some arguments for myself why it is important to um, get money for, for a project that's actually and, that's yeah, actually a really like... good thing to do. Like if you have if you write yes. down your own USPs, you look at them every day, and then when you have a client call someday, um, or an argument with him, uh, sorry, a discussion with him, then you have great arguments to show him why um, he should invest in you instead of some other freelancer. Mm, yeah, and then then it's the, the case if he says. Uh, well, I can understand that, but um, I don't want to do this. Then you can just say, okay, um, then I can't work for you. Um, uh, it's important to not just say, oh, okay, then I can do it for free because then it doesn't work if you are not fully behind your arguments, if you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so I have a lot of, I'm not really sure if I can say clients. Um, but I've worked for a, a few companies from America and mm-hmm. for not for video projects, but for creative photography. It's often product photography. And on Instagram, it's maybe just a thing to, to push and, and to, to make a shot with their product and post it so more people can see it on my account. And I'm from Germany. Maybe I, I will reach more Germany people, uh, German people. <laughs> And um, this is probably the goal of these companies from America. And um, yeah, so the only thing they are doing is to send me their products. And well, if you are new in this business, you think, oh, crazy. A brand from America is sending me products to Germany and I can, yeah, I can keep them. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. So you are happier and happier when you are get more brands who are doing it, but mm-hmm. you, you will get to a to an point where you think, yes, so it's cool that they sent me their product, but I am spending time to, to edit this photo and maybe it's a product I don't need, you know? It's, yeah. it's something I can't, with, with this product, I can't buy a new, new camera. I can't mm-hmm. buy a new camera which I can use for newer shots for maybe the next brand. It's not bringing mm-hmm. me, yeah, it's, it's not helpful for being better in the future. And then it's clearly the point where you have to say to the, to the brand, I can do this. It's cool that you're sending me some products, but I need a bit money for this, for example, mm-hmm. because it's, it's not enough that they are just sending you the product. And this is something you, you have to clarify when you are new in this business because you are just the kid who thinks, yes, I'm getting free products. I, can, I, I get a new phone case. Awesome. I can use it. But it's, it's not helpful for your future in this, in this business. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, definitely. I know what you mean. That's, that's a tough yes. one. Like, 
yeah and it's and it's good that you notice something like that early that you go um and you find the conversation with these brands and say hey i know um you guys want me to take a picture with this but i need some kind of payment you know i'm investing my time here to create your great picture which will give you um like maybe even a bigger audience and more followers and stuff like that and maybe even some customers um that will balance yeah, yeah. out the product you sent me but i need some kind of payment you know yes and i think it's also an important difference i it's important that you are not the person who is writing the company and asking well can i do some shots for you you can just uh, ask this if the brand asked you and that is not often the case so if you are a small i am in in the case i'm a small um, instagram yeah I, I have a small instagram channel with only 1500 followers and mm -hmm. um it's i think it's it's cool when a brand is asking me because normally i am asking a brand hey can i shot a, a, a can you send me a product can i photograph it and just send you the shots and this then in this case the uh, the product is enough for in yeah for paid for paying but um if the brand is writing you that uh, they need a product photo and asking you if you can do this then it's important not to just say yes of course that's cool because they are doing this with every they they see your grid on instagram and see oh crazy he is doing insane photography and we can need this for our brand and you know a brand has enough money to to pay you maybe 50 bucks for this photo 50 oh, yeah, bucks definitely. is not much yeah. money for them and maybe the product is way way expensive than these 50 bucks and yeah so it's important when the the brand is asking you that you are not just take the product and uh, are satisfied because it's it's maybe it's the fo photo they are using for the website or using for commercial and if you then just got the the product then you would think oh shit <laughs> that was not good <laughs> because you you made a, a good photo and they are using it for commercial worldwide yeah. and yeah when they are using it yeah. for commercial commercial worldwide then you are very good i would say but um yeah so this is also important to notice Definitely, definitely. I mean, so um, so tell me, Finn, what's your what's your goal in the next uh, one to five years? Of course, like to to get like better in your finances and earn a higher income. Yeah. So first, I I want to end my um, apprenticeship because I'm not earning money. But um, through the apprenticeship, I'm learning a lot of new things I can use for my freelance work. And I want to build a better online community, for example, on Instagram, but also an own website to, to build my own website. Um, I started with this, but I'm not, uh, not finished right now. And I just want to make, yeah, to get more clients in freelance work until I'm finished with my apprenticeship, because then I want to work maybe in a startup or a company. I'm not sure about this at the moment where I will do this, but I, I want to have um, um, 
yeah and regularly i regularly yeah i want to i want to get regularly money every month maybe two thousand bucks or something like this or one thousand bucks not not just freelance work because it's yeah it's hard you know it's not even the the easiest thing to get clients especially when you are um, doing an apprenticeship and don't have full time for your clients that's true yeah i mean but you'll you'll get the experience and over the years um word of mouth will help you get uh freelance clients i mean that's what what currently happens to me as well um i recently got a call from someone he was like hey you've worked on that project with this and this person i was like hey yeah i don't know you but yeah that's true um <laughs> thank you very much for your call <laughs> So yeah, that's that's kind of funny how how people talk about your work and then they call you and they want you to do stuff like that. So yeah, that's quite kind of cool. And I mean, similar goes for me as well. I I want to finish my apprenticeship and then I'm not quite sure what I'm gonna do after that. Um, I probably won't be able to do freelance full time after that. But um, yeah, I'm thinking about other stuff as well, like doing internships at big companies, uh, tech companies, and stuff like that as well. So I'm I'm not quite sure. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's currently the journey for now. And um, yeah, I mean, Finn, do you have another topic you would like to talk about when it comes to finances? Yeah. So I had one, one minute ago, and then I thought about something and I, I, I've missed it in my head. Um, <laughs> no worries. I also have a short-term memory, but I just thought about one. And a huge topic for me is also budgeting because I hate budgeting. If I want something, I want like the best thing I can get out of it. And then I don't want to set myself a budget. Like if I want to build a house, I want to build the best house. But yeah, like most of the times, like you must, you like, you need to budget yourself or at least um, most people have to. Um, I hope I don't have to set a budget for myself one day if I'm building my house, but that's another story for another time. Um, but yeah, like currently, Budgeting is a huge thing. Like, oh, I need another hard drive. Uh, what's my budget for that? I can't just buy a $800 Lassie hard drive just because it looks nice and it works very good. Um, if if my income like doesn't allow that, if my freelance income doesn't allow that. So um, yeah, budgeting is another huge thing. I mean, if you're like Finn and, you know, I mean, Finn, it works quite well for you if you say, oh, I need another wallet. Um, Brand, can you please give me another wallet? I'll shoot you a picture and I will use your wallet any, anyway every day, which is a win-win in this situation. I mean, you can't do that for everything. Like you can't like you can't do that for every single thing. Imagine like if your whole life would be like that. Like you could get if you would be a freelancer and you would just take a picture with everything that you get just to survive with both with the things you get. That would be really funny. Um, but I don't think there's anybody out there who does that. Um, so yeah, budgeting yeah, is a huge thing for me. Work. Yeah. Um, I mean, so, so yeah, I mean, I bought a phone in January, a new phone. I mean, it wasn't a new phone. It was an old phone, a used one. But yeah, I also had a budget for that because um, I was tight in January with money. Um, so yeah, I had a budget for that and I hated it. I wanted to get the new newest iPhone 12 pro um with the new um lidar technology technology and stuff like that but yeah my finances didn't allow me that to happen so i had to get a budget 
uh, or I had to budget my my new phone, which was kind of bad. Um, but also a good thing. I think it's a good thing to like to know that you have to budget for certain things and like budgeting is. I think it's a good learning step in finances. Genuinely, like if you know, okay, I have to budget here, um, or like I said earlier on, sometimes you don't want to budget, but then most of the times, if you have something that you don't want to budget on, like for example, my future house, if I want to build my future house someday, I don't, I don't want to hear the word budget. I just want to spend everything that has to be spent on it, so that's that is exactly the house of my dreams. But then probably. I'll have to cut out on a lot of other things. Like, or for example, now if I decide, oh, I need another a better laptop, I'll have to budget out other things. Maybe I will cancel a, uh, I don't know, Netflix subscription, or um, I will eat eat less pizza, like order less uh, pizza on a weekend or something like that, um, just so, so that I can buy myself a new laptop or something. So, yeah, what what do you think about budgeting, Finn? Yeah, so I think it's quite important, and that this is the thing I'm doing in this Excel sheet. Uh, as I said, I have a lot of cash boxes, and yeah, so the cash box is my budget. I am, yeah, I'm putting every month money on it, and this is uh, the budget I can't overreach, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is the hard part if you are you want a new desk you have 200 euro in this in this cash box and you have 100 euro, 100 euros in your closest cash box and then you're just saying okay 100 euros in my desk cash box and my budget is higher but i also i need to have a clothes budget because i knew i need new clothes you know and um i think it's often the case that you have to ask really new needs these stuff so i'm just um i just want to have new things i want to have the newest macbook the newest iphone a new room and some kind of stuff like that because i see it in other youtube videos or on other people but then i have to yeah to try to say to myself i'm 16 and why do i need this the people who are uh, own this in the youtube videos are maybe 15 years older me and of course have this stuff because they are earning money every month and yeah it's important to say this to yourself because yeah i'm not, i'm 16 i have a macbook pro and this is something which is not normal because yeah maybe a lot of people in my age don't have this stuff and and yeah it's important to just um be happy about the stuff you have and then it's easier to um get satisfied with your budget i think yeah i mean yeah that sounds that sounds quite legit but i mean also i mean not every i mean you you just said it's not normal for every 16 year old to have a macbook pro like you do um but also i would say it's not normal for every 16 year old to have a freelance job and earn money with that macbook so it's yeah i mean you you have to yeah so i mean it's not really justifying if you say um, that you have a MacBook Pro, you know, you earn money with it. It gives you money. Um, you create some value for other entrepreneurs out there. So yeah, I mean, it's a good thing, you know, that you that you have that that you said, okay, this is where my money will go into. 
and you also pay programs like uh, Adobe Suite and stuff like that. Or in this case, you don't because the school pays for that, <laughs> which is quite <Yes>. good. <laughs> but I mean, if you would be a freelancer, you would. Um, like I, for example, pay for Adobe, not the whole suite, sadly, but I do. Um, so yeah, budgeting is a huge thing. I mean, it's probably not just a huge thing for, for freelancers and students. It's probably also a huge thing for everyone. Um, because, I mean, most people in the world will be budgeting apart from some other, um, yeah, kids of some rich person who has a huge trust fund for them or whatever. Um, but yeah, most people will budget a lot on everything uh, or at least uh, on the things that aren't that important to them, which is a good thing. You know, you learn a lot about money, how to, um, you know, uh, how to spend your like or how to use your finances wisely. Um, that's another huge word, like using your finances wisely. Like you, there's a lot of shit you can do with your finances. Like <laughs> there's been there's been like the first few years where I started earning good money. Uh, I would say there's a lot of stupid uh, stuff I spent my money on, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, yeah, I can say I got a lot better in that. I mean, I'm a person I like fancy things, um, but yeah, and I also, but I also like quality. So, I mean, sometimes every, not everything that's fancy also every, also has quality. So nowadays I buy things that have quality, so that lasts longer than if I buy something that's fancy and doesn't last long so um yeah that's another that's actually another huge thing we could talk about here like buying things of quality like are you gonna buy 20 cheap pens or are you gonna buy one very expensive mont blanc uh pen that's like 400 euros and that will last till your uh, grandchild's life you know so mm. yeah i mean or for example, I have a MacBook. Finn, you also have a MacBook, and I know this is going to last at least seven years if I treat it really well. Um, or, but if I would buy a Windows laptop, I know oh this is going to be this is probably going to be a piece of rubbish in three years. So it's definitely worth it investing and actually paying money on the things that you need or use a lot. Um, so I mean, yeah. So notebooks, for example. Um, where I take notes is something I also invest in or where I consciously think about, okay, I'm going to buy something with good quality now. Well, most, the past few journals I've used or notebooks, they were kind of cheap. But like recently I bought my first one, which was kind of more expensive. And I said to myself, you know what, I'm going to invest this money because I still want to look at this in 30 years. And I don't want it to be broken. I want it to be a functioning um, journal that I can look at and that where the pages just won't fall out so yeah that's a huge thing as well quality like where am i going to care about quality and where will i not sometimes like with fast fashion if i buy something i like i'm just like eh, i don't really care about the quality i care about the look but i mean also with quality uh, some sorry sometimes i also care about the quality of the clothing if it's not necessarily fast fashion but um yeah, but something, for example, a power bank, I'm very picky. I'm like, oh, this needs to be good quality. I need this a lot and some stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, how do you handle things like that, uh, Finn? Like, which in which area do you care about quality and in which area do you not care? Yeah, so I really care in quality if it's something I need for my, in this case, freelance work, but also for stuff like school and yeah, it's it's. I think it's different. Uh, it's important to difference between private stuff that's 
it's funny and fancy and it's cool to have, nice to have. And uh, instead of um, stuff you need to work. So I need a good laptop for school because it's important in my apprenticeship to get programs and work on them well. And yeah, don't have to wait 10 minutes for opening a program. And so I, I was investing in a MacBook because I know I can use this for school. Uh, but I also know for school I don't need a MacBook. But I know I will use this not just for school, I will also use this for my work. And uh, this is the, the thing. I know, yes, it's, it's worth it for me to invest in this because I am using it and I have the experience, I have the experience that it will last longer than my Windows laptop because you can say that Apple is better or something like this, but just if you have experienced other stuff, you know, I've started with a Windows uh, PC and it was brand new and after two years I it was broken. <laughs> I can't use it anymore. And well, this was something like, oh, okay, it could happen. It's it's not a big deal. But um, yes, I bought another Windows laptop, and it happened again. Not not after <laughs> two years, but it happened. So I thought, yeah, yes, I I will no longer do this because I know from a MacBook from friends or. So I first have your, I first bought your own MacBook, and I oh, had yeah, it. Oh yeah, you did actually. I, yeah. I, yes, and you said you used it two or three years maybe, and your cousin also used it a long time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, can I even use it because it's it's quite old. It was from 2012, I think. It's yeah, 2011 um, or 12. Yeah. Nine years old. Yeah, and. And it still works, and it worked better than my Windows PC, which I bought two years ago new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I thought, well, when I buy me a new MacBook, it would definitely, um, yeah, last long. And so I thought, after two years of <laughs> using your MacBook, okay, let's let's buy an own new one. And well, I I didn't I did I didn't even bought a new one. I bought a refurbished one. So a MacBook, uh, a person maybe unboxed and thought, okay, I don't, I don't want it anymore, or maybe it was broken and they repaired it, and yeah, it was quite cheaper, and yeah, I have it now and I'm absolutely satisfied with it, and yeah, I think it will last a long time, and so it's important to invest in things when you know you will need them. Uh, because why buying stuff you know it it will broke after two years and I think it's 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 a point to dominate yourself when uh, you see new stuff so you see oh well there's a new there's a new technic gadget and I want to have this now but it's it's maybe cheap it looks good it's cheap and through ex to experience you know okay this will not <laughs> Last a year, it will yeah. be broke after a few months, and you buy it because you want to have it now. And I think this is the point where you have to dominate yourself. I don't need this when the quality isn't good, because I will not have something out of it in, in, in five months, because it's broken after three months. So 
it's important to difference uh, in investing because I know the MacBook will will last long, but uh, the new Technic gadget it's maybe broken uh, after a few months. So it's it's important to to difference this. I think. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely, I totally agree with you there. And um, yeah, I mean that's that's the thing. Like, where are you gonna look at quality, and where do you not? Like, for example. When I buy shampoo for myself, I don't care what quality it has. Like, it can be the worst. Like, I mean, it has to be, it has to fulfill its purpose. It has to make my body clean and uh, maybe smell a little bit better. But um, yeah, like, I don't need the Axe or Lynx, the best shampoos that they have out there. I just need a, if it's a cheap shampoo, like if it costs a euro less, that will do absolutely fine because I know it does the job. Um, same with soap and other things like things that you know that don't have um, a huge ton of value or if i see like um something uh how do you call it like um ovalmatine like that you put on your toast like the chocolate spread thing like there's cheaper i mean or nutella like there's cheaper stuff like that sometimes you do enjoy the original more um but like sometimes you just don't care. You just want to eat or you just want to drink. Like for example, I can drink a Pepsi and I don't care if it's cola or not. Like it it tastes it tastes nearly exactly the same. So I mean there's some things sometimes where I don't care about the quality. I just want to care that I'm like my thirst is stilled or my hunger is stilled. So I just like yeah. I just buy the cheapest version of that. Do you do that too? Yeah, so in some case, yes, but I think it's also important to buy stuff that you know which uh, that is making you happy. Because when original Nutella, which is maybe expensiver than the cheap one, um, makes you happy, and yeah, why 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 buying stuff that doesn't make you happy um, when you you can buy stuff that makes you happy? Uh, but there is it's it's important that you difference again that you don't um, that you buy stuff that makes you happy not just for the moment but also maybe after a year after a year that's well in Nutella that's not the case because you are eating it fast maybe <laughs> but in yeah. other things um, I know when I buy a new well, I don't know fake plan for example. I know this will stand in my room for maybe, yeah, until it's it's broken. But how can a fake plant broke? I don't know. <laughs> but this will make me happy every day when I go in my room. I see it and they uh, and think, okay, this looks dope in this in this room, and this makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I can invest in this because it's it's good for me. Um, and not to invest in stuff which is cool, but it's. It's not making you happy. Why? Why to sit every day for your PC, which is not making you happy? Um, so if if you know what I mean, it's it's not always uh, easy to say, okay, uh, schoolwork. It doesn't make me happy. I will don't do this because it's necessary that you do it. But in in a lot of things you are investing in or in buying in, uh, it's easy to to think about it and maybe then. To say, okay, maybe this will not last a year. I will not buy it because, yeah, after a year, I'm not m- more happy about it because it's broken. So, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's, these are all um, good topics we spoke about today. Um, I'm really thankful you, you were a guest on this podcast, Finn. And for everybody listening to this right now, go and check out Finn's, uh, Finn's Instagram. The first, his first private one is called Finn Klassberg and his, what's, what's your other account called again? Vincent.edc. Perfect. So yeah, go check out these two uh, channels and drop him a like and a follow. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, follow our Instagram account, New Vision. And um, yeah, leave comments if you want to hear some certain topic that we will be covering in the next podcast. And um, yeah, and also leave a comment on one of our Instagram posts, what you thought about today's topic about finances and how you handle your finances. And if you thought about, um, if you also recognized a way how you uh, manage your finances, like if you also realized, oh, you guys are using Google Sheets, me too. So yeah, just, I would I'd be curious to know how you guys are uh, managing your finances. Please uh, drop a comment on how you do so. And um, yeah, so thank you everybody for listening. I hope you all have a great week. And um, yeah, I hope to see you in the next podcast. Thank you, everybody. Bye.